This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The Biden administration has given the green light to the Willow Project, one of the largest oil and gas developments in Alaska in years, estimated to produce 180,000 barrels of oil a day at its peak. But the project has been scaled down from ConocoPhillips' original proposal and continues to face intense opposition from environmental groups. Alaska Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski gave credit to Alaska Native groups for helping to push the project over the finish line. Alaska Native people, uh, those who live and work and raise their families up in, in the area, uh, the strong support. From, from unions. Representative Mary Peltola, an Alaska native who's the lone Democrat in Alaska's congressional delegation, says it was a bipartisan effort and an example of what can be done when Alaskans unite for a common cause. I'd like to thank the president and his administration for really listening to the voices of Alaskans when it mattered the most. And I'd also like to thank my Democratic colleagues who really helped to push for meetings with the White House and who listen to the voices of Alaska Native leaders who told them about how unique Alaska is and how important this project is for our future. Not all Alaska Natives were happy with the decision and Newick said the community closest to the Willow Project. There's been division. Eunice Brower, who works for the tribe, believes oil and gas development in the region has already caused air pollution and health problems like asthma. They're not taking that into consideration and how much they're really impacting the health of the people that live there. Brower says there are also worries that oil and gas production will induce toxins into the environment, which can lead to higher cancer rates. The project will bring miles of new roads and pipelines, as well as 200 oil wells that will forever change the landscape. Environmental groups have called Willow a climate bomb that will potentially release tons of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and accelerate climate change. And a disclosure to this story, ConocoPhillips sponsors KNBA, which produced this report. A Guatemalan forensic anthropologist whose work to exhume and identify the remains of thousands of Maya killed during his country's bloody civil war is offering to help indigenous communities in Canada as investigations are underway of unmarked graves at former Indian residential schools. Maria Martin has more. Guatemala is recovering from a 36-year armed conflict. What we have as a result is 200,000 civilian victims. Forensic anthropologist Freddy Pecherelli says Guatemala is still in the process of dealing with the impact of a war which ended some 25 years ago and whose victims were largely indigenous Maya, many of whom have yet to be identified. The missing, the ones we're still looking for today, we call them the desaparecidos. Anthropologist Pecherelli has spent more than two decades helping Maya families identify the remains of thousands of bodies of the so-called disappeared using DNA tests. He's offered that expertise to Canada's First Nations so they can develop their own forensic capacity. Pecherelli says that in both countries, what the families of those buried in unmarked graves and cemeteries want is the truth. Now, the families, they want information. They want to know what happened. They want the bodies of their loved ones. But most of all, what they want is they want you. They want everyone to know that their loved ones did nothing wrong. Freddy Pecciarelli heads up the Forensic Anthropology Foundation of Guatemala. For National Native News, I'm Maria Martin. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Gathering of Nations Powwow, a live event taking place April 27th, 28th, and 29th on the powwow grounds of Expo New Mexico, featuring song, dance, trader's market, horse parade, and more. Tickets available at gatheringofnations.com and at the gates. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.